tap it in. Just tap it in. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap-a-roo. Wyndham Clark wins the 2023 U.S. Open. I'll say to start, I was wrong. I didn't think he'd win the U.S. Open. Uh, sue me, I guess. You didn't think Wyndham Clark was going to win the U.S. Open? <laughs> yeah, I must be a fraud or an idiot or something. <laughs> um, Wendy played his ass off yesterday. I thought he was really good all weekend, actually. I mean, yeah, he was solid. I think um, kind of a Mickey Mouse course. I you know, wasn't a fan of it. We talked about this before, but. I don't know. I think the fairways are too wide. I mean, was was there much of a difference between his drive on 18 and Mito's drive on 18? No. Dude, that was like a fucking 45-yard slice. Uh, he was about field average for approach for the week. Gained 7.3 putting. Yeah. No, it was perfect. Uh, I mean, all the bombers were, were up there, right? Because the fairways were just so wide. I mean, it just sucks in a, a U.S. Open having a three football field wide fairway that you can just completely hit a slice on and hit the fairway. All right. There's a lot to unpack. Let's talk about, all right, let's just finish talking about Wendy. Is this a flash in the pan or is Wendy like an actual good player? I think it's somewhere in the middle. I think a lot of people like everyone likes to say this when someone wins something big, this is just the beginning. The floodgates going to open. Like, I don't think it's that. But what if it is? Cause he's won two big ones now. One really think, fucking big one. I just don't think it is. I mean, yeah, he's. I think he's a solid, good, good player. He's Could he make a Gary Gary cup. Woodland career? I think that's actually a great comp, Gary Woodland. Yeah, I mean, he could be that. I think. I don't think he's going to be a top eight player or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, should be on the Ryder Cup team. Yeah, I mean, he won the U.S. Open, right? He's playing better than guys like JT and one of. Uh, um, elevated event. How could you keep him off? Well, he's not going to be off because he's second and pointless. So he's definitely on. Yeah, I mean, is he? Just makes me like the Euros even more. <laughs> me too. Me too. Even though, I mean, uh, that course, Marco Simone has been pretty good to bombers. I know. I think they'll probably set it up differently though. Right. He fucking bombs it, man. He's like the longest guy yeah, on he tour. Does. I think. <laughs> yeah. He. I mean, that that's the week. I mean, if you go to go to have a U.S. Open at a course where the fairways are wide and you can hit it anywhere. And so the long hitters are going to go and then you, he's a good putter. So he's just that skill set that was perfect for this, this course. He's long and then he, you know, good putter, good lag putter. And good around the green. He had some great up and downs. I mean, his approach wise, he's, that's not who he is. Like he doesn't hit his irons that well, but he got up, he got up and down a lot. And that's why, um, why I say he's not a top seven player. I mean, I don't think he's a great iron player. Uh, he isn't a great iron player, but you know, he's he's had some good weeks. When he's, his irons were really good when he won it at Quail. Um, Quail Hollow Comp really rose on this one. We got Rory, Ricky. Wyndham. Wyndham, oh yeah. <laughs> Rory, Ricky, Wyndham. Um, yeah, I mean, top three right there. Yeah. Three out of four. I don't know. Wyndham Clark wins the U.S. Open. I mean, am I crazy for thinking he was going to blow it? I mean, I, I, I think it was very feasible that he would. I mean, if, if Rory just didn't hit the hit his uh, yeah, green light special middle of the fairway on 14, plugs it into the front of the bunker. I mean, one shot, this guy's in a playoff. And I don't think Wyndham was like nails down the stretch by any means. Do you? No, he, I mean, 15 and 16, he fucking. I think he would have loved to blow it if he was given the chance. Yeah. If, I mean, he almost did 15 and 16. Nobody, nobody, not one person bogeyed 15 all day besides him. And then 16, um, bogeyed that hole. And then 17, I mean, that iron shot he hit was terrible. Pulled it and then. But he missed it in the right spot. That's where DJ made that putt. And uh, it seemed like an e- easy spot to get up and down from. And then, and then 18, 18 is just the biggest fucking fairway in the world. I can't believe that's a. U.S. Open hole. Like, what? where's the rough? Yeah. I know it's long, but, like, what the fuck? U.S. Open finishing hole, you can completely slice your drive 40 yards right of your target. Uh, So, I don't know. Credit to him for winning. Yeah, I mean, I didn't think he could win. I said that before the round. I said it during the round. I was wrong. Okay, fine. Um, I said the same thing about Mito when he won. I 
I didn't think he was winning up until the 18th hole. Same shit happened. I said the same thing about Ricky before this round. So, and that ended up being true. So, yeah, props to Wyndham. Yeah, it's just really weird to say Wyndham Clark, U.S. Open champion. It is. And that's why I didn't think he was going to win. Like, I don't know. Am I crazy for thinking that usually the best top 10 players in the world win the U.S. Open? I mean, that's pretty much what it's been forever. Yeah. But I don't know. He had some big balls. He had like that club twirl on 18. That thing, that was incredible. That was the best yeah. club twirl I've seen. Um, but, but he also really talked, good. he talked it up like he was like, very confident. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's what he, they, you know, the, they were kind of talking about, he said his, his, his approach for the week was going to be to be cocky or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seemed like it worked for him. So good. Yeah. Um, all right. Before we get to Rory and Scotty, LA Country Club as a whole. Good course, I think, but not a good course for a major. Do you agree with that? Like, if we went to like, uh, if this was like an, um, a playoff event, I think that'd be a good course for a playoff event, right? Yeah. I mean, if you could have like an LA Open or something like that, uh, just a random event, yeah. it's not bad. Yeah. It's fine. Aesthetically, like Pines, pretty right? good. Yeah. I like it a lot better than Tori. I'll tell you that. Tori's yeah. kind of blah. This sucked for U.S. Open course. I don't want to be in a U.S. Open course where you can't, where you're allowed to spray the ball. I just don't think that's right. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the fairways is just way too long. That marine layer, uh, way too wide. That marine layer stayed, especially on Thursday. That was that was a joke of a day. Two sixty twos. Tommy shot a sixty three yesterday. Um, you just shouldn't have multiple scores of that. In a round, yeah, was never a, mind. A, in a tournament, never mind a round. It's a decent event, but you just don't want your U.S. Open to be that. I don't save the golf architecture, people. I mean, just save it. Like we get it. Yeah, there's some cool aspects of the course that you like, whatever. But it just comes off as so pretentious when it's saying, "Oh, well, you guys just don't really understand it. That's why you guys don't like it." Like, if 90% of golf fans don't like it, and all the casual fans don't like it, okay, we're talking about. We want to talk about growing the game, TV product, younger people liking golf. If everyone in the world doesn't like it besides you and your fucking hoity-toity, pretentious buddies, then maybe it should. It isn't great. Like maybe you're the one who's wrong. I'm sure. Appreciate exactly. the architecture all you want, but it, it, it's too bad. Everyone hates it, so you lose. Yeah, I mean, I like the course, like as a course. I just wouldn't go back here for a U.S. Open. Um, also, the greens, like. Like, if you take a whole, like, three, it seems like they're tough pins, but everything's on slope, and you can just use those slopes to your advantage. It kind of drove me nuts. Yeah, everything felt. And I I noticed, too, like, the greens were almost like bowls. Like, if you hit the edge of the green, it never ran off of it. It always, like, filtered kind of and just feed it, fed right back onto the green. Yeah, yeah. And I guess that's an architectural thing, so people must love that. But it actually, I thought it played against the architecture. I thought, thought that was a shit part of the architectural uh piece of it so what what do people say is so great with the architecture i'm not sure well just that you have to hit your you have to hit your spots to take like a whole like uh is it 13 where the fairway is wicked wide but if you're if you're on the right side of the fairway everything funnels down to the rough you have to hit it on the left side of the fairway and yeah you just have to think out your shots you got to hit your misses. I, I don't know. The bunkers are strategically placed, that type of shit. I, I don't know. I mean, it looked cool, I guess. It would have been a lot better if we had sun and it firmed up. Yeah. Uh, I just think overall, not a great week. Uh, USGA wasn't a good week for them. You can't really deny that. Winner, winner isn't really what I would want out of a U.S. Open. Say what you want. Rising star. I know we can... And here's another thing, too. I mean, people get want to get on me for saying Wyndham Clark can't win. A lot of people who analyze golf will say, oh, Rory's playing great. Wyndham's playing great. Ricky's playing great. Scotty's playing great. Whoever wins is going to be a deserving winner. Like, anyone can do that. Like, sometimes you just have to say you think a guy's going to win. You think a guy's not going to win. What, like, what's the point of – no one wants to just listen to everyone say that everyone's playing great. Everyone can win. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could, I could have been the safe route. I could have said, well, yeah, he's playing really great. He could win. He's playing really great. He could win. Okay. But who wants to read or, or listen to that? Right. No, I agree with you. 
Um, Ricky, did you ever think he had a chance to win? Um, I didn't think he was going to win, but yeah, I thought he had a chance going into Sunday. I didn't think it was going to happen, but I, I, I gave him a shot. Yeah, I would have preferred that, obviously. Yeah, Ricky's the man. I love Ricky. Yeah, he's cool. Um, we got 125 on him at the open. Yeah, we do. Probably yeah, not, he was awful. Probably not going to happen, but that's a great number. Yeah, he was bad. I mean, he was leaking oil on Saturday too. Yeah, towards the he end, he made that. He made that what 90 foot putt on 13. Yeah, or whatever it was that kind of helped him. Um, no, but I love when Rick's Rick's in contention. It's great. He's he's just really likable and really easy to root for. Yeah, good for the game when he's playing well. And then there's Rory, right? You're gonna get to him. I'm gonna do Rory or Scotty. I think Rory is the big story here. Okay. Um, yeah, he he didn't go win it. That's basically it. That's all you can say about it. He didn't go win it. Played great, yeah. didn't didn't go win it. I'm sick of the people trying to do acrobatics to make it seem like he did everything he could to win. Every single time he's, he has a chance to do something in a major and he doesn't do it, everyone has to bend over backwards to try to make it seem like they were just, you know, the circumstances which made him not able to win. Um, people love defending him at all costs. I was rooting for him yesterday. Were you? Yeah, I, I'd rather, I mean, because to me, it's like a legacy impacting thing. I like Rory as a golfer. Um, you know, two years ago, three years ago, I was rooting for him in all these majors and I was betting him. I liked him. Uh, I, I still don't like the shit he said off the golf course. And I think he's kind of been a hypocrite and uh, eating his words a lot and all that. But I still am a fan of his career. And I thought it would have been good if he won one. And if, if he was going against someone else I was rooting for that I really like, I wouldn't have been rooting for him. But against Clark, I was like, ah, I just, I'd rather Rory win this one. Um, but he blew it. He choked. Don't tell me he didn't choke. Do not tell me he didn't choke because even par on that golf course, I know the scores were worse later on during the day, but there are birdies out there. It was the same as St. Andrews. There are holes where there are definite birdies out there. Um, and this one would, in my opinion, would have been easier to win than at St. Andrews. Why? Because at St. Andrews, Cam was scorching hot in the back nine and he chased his ass down. Rory was playing conservative that day because yeah, but each he's, one they only had to have only had he only had to find one birdie, each one. Isn't it easier to find a birdie to get in the playoff at St Andrews? It is, but I understand. Even though it was a mistake, I understand why he was playing so conservatively at St Andrews. Why though? That was that wasn't that 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 was worse than this. That was minus twenty as the winner. Yeah, but he, he shouldn't he have played conservatively at St Andrews. That was stupid. He should have played conservatively here. I thought yeah, the, he had the he had the right approach. He just he basically had the Brooks Kepka approach, except Brooks Kepka goes out and when he needs to pounce, he'll pounce. And he'll go make that birdie. That's the approach he had for here. St. Andrews, you have to be five under. Yeah, but he was playing conservatively with the lead. Here he was he was never in control of the tournament. Like, where's the birdie gonna be made? You gotta go. He he, he oh, thought he missed, the, he missed the four footer and eight. He thought Clark was going to come back to him. Right. Uh, basically the Brooks Kepka approach. Yeah, it is. Um, when the guys have won a major in nine years. And then 14, like you get to 14, okay? He missed a shorty on eight, which is, in my opinion, definitely choking a bit. 14. Everyone talks about the, the wedge shot, which is true. He sprayed the drive 20 yards left of the fairways, the best driver in the world. It did. He got real squirrely in the on the from like fourteen to seventeen with the driver. If he's in the fairway on fourteen, he can go for it. And two, like Wyndham did, he hits it as far as Wyndham, just about. So, see, but I thought um, the only two guys put it on in two on on fourteen, Wyndham and Tommy. I thought actually uh, missing the fairway was a help, like helped him because it forces him to lay up. Because your your dry your se your second shot with your three wood is a better chance to where like he's in more trouble after that shot. Well, the numbers said that laying up. I know uh, the numbers said that. I know, but I just I just thought it forced him to lay up, which was good. And then you go and stick a stick a wedge, which actually he can't stick wedges anymore. But 
uh, you put it to 20 feet and make par. Yeah, I just thought he had a better chance of going for the green and then scrambling from around the green and then getting a wedge up and down for 130. Um, but either way, he should have done it. And the, that wedge was horrible. Right. I mean, he missed it by a couple, about four, five or six feet. Um, did you see he gets, why? Did you see why? Here's reason. No. He said uh, he was trying to wait out the wind and he didn't wait it out. Like he needed to wait another 15 seconds. I, don't, I didn't really understand why he didn't wait it out. Yeah. He said uh, that he went with a, he said it was too long for a sand wedge. So he went with a three quarter gap wedge. And then he, as he approached, the wind started to pick up. He backed off a little bit and then he came back. And it was, it was still kind of moving. And he said if he waited 15 more seconds, he, he would have uh, would have been perfect. I mean, you're laying out. Why, he wait, why didn't he wait 15 more seconds? Tiger would have done that. Wait 15 seconds for one, but two, you laid up. Why don't you lay up to the right number? Why are you laying up, laying up to a yardage where you have a three-quarter club? Well, he said he thought he laid up to the perfect number. But then he didn't account for the wind. Right. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. People say even score, even is a good score on that course, whatever. If you're the best player in the world in you know, terms of talent, you can be. You've been the generational player, the you know, the best player of the of your era. You can't just go shoot minus two. I agree. He was the best player all week. I can't like right? He was. He was the best player all week. Yeah. I, I mean, don't even think it was that close, to be honest with you. I thought Scotty played like absolute shit. He just has such a high fucking floor. Mm -hmm. um, Ricky made a zillion birdies, but, I mean, made a zillion bogeys. I would say the second best player was Clark. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd say so. Uh, and that's another reason I was rooting for Rory a little bit. I just thought he's his career, and you, you know, you've said this too, his career deserves another major, whether you like him or don't like him. It does, definitely. Back to the same, you really think, this was worse than St. Andrews? I think it was worse because at St. Andrews, you had an elite player chasing you down, scorching hot, up your ass, and you're all of a sudden, you're like, okay. You're you in, like 350-yard par fours that he wasn't, like, making birdie on. I know. No, that was bad. It was bad. And maybe it's just maybe it's just um, recency bias. But I know Cam w went and got it, but... But it's not like Wyndham went and took this from him. Like, Wyndham wanted to blow it. Let me see what Roy shot at St. Andrews. I think he was like minus one or even. He shot minus two. Seven. He shot a 70. Cam yeah. shot a 64. Cam Young shot a 65. Yeah. I Vic mean, shot a 74. Those are the only two rounds in the 70s out of the top 15. I mean, round four for Rory, he gained 1.2 on approach, 1.5 off the tee, lost two strokes putting. Wyndham lost strokes on approach on Sunday. Yeah, like, I, I'm not that. buying that he played that fucking great. I'm just not. Nobody grinded out pars, man. He grinded yeah, he out up and down. Like, he just... Anytime he got in trouble, he just got out of it. Even even on fucking eight, the uh that was a great fucking bogey. Yeah, it was. When he when he whiffed, then he got up and down. I'm like, holy fuck, that's a really good bogey. And then on nine, that was an incredible par. Another one of those things where it funnels down to the hole. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then that was when Azinger was saying it was gonna stop. Yeah, that guy. Holy hell. That that's not going to get down to the hole. It just kept saying, it just kept doubling down every two seconds. That's not going to get any closer. It just kept getting closer. It's fucking insane. Yeah, he's bad. There's one, he's like, that'll filter right off the green. It's like, just, just stop that on the green. Nothing filters off the green there. He kept, he kept telling Wyndham Clark to be an athlete. I'm like, what has he done? That's, that's so athletic. He's, he's chipping. <laughs> He's making a, he's chipping, he's, or he's putting 50 feet. Be an athlete. How many times did he say, Scotty, that's the best ball striker in the game? Like, the guy's fucking insane. He's truly out of his fucking mind. 
bring back Johnny Miller. Yeah. Um, so Rory, I don't know if it's as bad as St. Andrews, man. I just think I you can't shoot a 70 on St. Andrews. No, I mean you can't. I know. I know but... Cam's like light years better than fucking Wyndham Clark, but he should have won both. I'm not the both are bad. I don't know which one's worse. I, I still think the St. Andrews one was worse. He had the whole weight of fucking Europe on him there, though, too. This one, he yeah. had, like, there was just literally nobody at the at the course. <laughs> place fucking sucked. <laughs> That's the thing, too. Like, I just felt like everything was so perfect situationally for him to win. It was. No, it was. And so and was St. Andrews. Best. Like and He played the best, yeah. <laughs> That's why I said, what could, like... What does this guy, what situation does this guy need to win a major? What is he, like, I don't. Well, he's never going to win at Augusta. So we just crossed that one off. Literally never going to win at Augusta. No. So, um, I don't know. We're going to another place where he's won at. Yeah. We're going to Pinehurst next year. He's He's really good in North Carolina. That'll be an easier U.S. Open too, I think. Unless they really are worried about what happened this year and they just fucking go nuts. It doesn't seem like the USGA is like that anymore, though. Ever since Mike Davis left. Looks like the PGA is now the difficult one. I know. Uh, what, was, what was the winning score at Piners? Keimer won, right? 15 under or something? 13 under? Yeah, but the next closest guy was... Yeah, he won by six. Right now. He won by like 10 shots. Is that 2014? 2014 U.S. Open. Timer, no, timer won at nine. Wow. Next closest was Ricky at minus one. And then he won, and then Rory won at Valhalla. What, what was he won by a couple there? Is Valhalla next year? Valhalla's PGA next year. Valhalla beat Ricky and Phil. Yeah, that was a bird fest to spring. It was really wet though. Yeah. That was like 18 under, I think. So, I mean, next two major stops. Besides the Masters, are places he's won at. Yeah, Rory won at 16. Phil was 15 at Valhalla. All right. So Rory has Hoylake, where he won, Masters, and then Valhalla, where he won. Wow. And then Pinehurst, where he's always good in the Carolinas. Yep. Wow. So I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it's... it's he should get another one in the next year, man. <laughs> He should. He should. <laughs> like, how does he not win at one of these coming up? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, so to, to Scotty. Yeah, I didn't think Scotty played his best. I know he's up to six on approach. Um, I know he he gained putting. He just he couldn't get anything down from fifteen feet. Couldn't make any putts from fifteen feet. I thought he put the shorties. That he I thought he was good with. Maybe missed one or two, but for the most part, he was making those six, seven foot pars. Yeah, that we needed. Um, couldn't really hit a wedge close. All his wedges went to twenty feet. Just typically, when we're always rooting against him, they're always there to three feet, and it's just like fucking hate this guy. And then we get on him, and he just doesn't do that. But I mean, his floor is just so high. Like, yeah, says he gained ten point two. Um, ball striking 12.8 T to green. I'd say the biggest difference is the ball striking was obviously very, very good. You finished third at the U.S. Open, it wasn't what it had been. So let's see, dating back to the PGA, gained 11.6 ball striking. Charles Schwab, he gained 12.6 ball striking. Memorial, he gained 16.6 ball striking. This week, he gained 10.2. So it was good, but it wasn't like those that dominant crazy levels that we'd been used to yeah and then that one day yeah he was it friday when he was awful with the like he couldn't hit a fairway yeah everybody's hitting like every single fairway i think dj hit all 18 fairways and he just guy couldn't hit a fairway on friday yeah and then he said it was the problem with the driver or whatever we should have taken fucking three wood i know fucking rory did all week yeah i Um, don't know if i could go back if you could go back in time, would you bet Scotty again? Yeah. I was thinking about this. 
Should we have bet Rory at 14, 15 to 1? I told you late in the week I was really starting to like him, and I think he can be. I did too. Win. I played him in DraftKings. I, 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 I really liked him. But looking at it, he's like his finishes were good. It's just like, it's just, he's always so sad. It just drives me nuts. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think, I think we, our card was fine. Um, I mean, I think was it was good. What are you going to do? You can't win every week, but I mean, look at everyone's betting guys like Spieth and Homa and like all these people are betting six, seven guys. Five are making the, are missing the cut. We bet two guys. Um, and both of them came in the top 15 and one and Scotty finished third. What did DJ finish? Uh, 10th. Yeah. He was in the top 10 all fucking week. If he didn't make that Three. quad, he finishes fucking fourth. What was Bryson 18th? Right. And then if we didn't if we didn't have the Brooks 40 to 1, we would have bet Cam Smith. Yeah, exactly. And he was third. Third. So yeah, I mean, I think analysis wise, it was exactly what uh we were we're right on it. We're right on it. Yeah, we just you're just not gonna win every every week. No, you're not going to win every week. Um, uh, should we have had Clark? No, I never was going to bet Clark, so it doesn't bother me at all. No, not at all. I'm fine with Clark winning. Whatever. It's pretty. Yep. It's pretty terrible for a historical standpoint. But Wyndham Clark's going to beat me. What was he? Seventy? Yeah, I think seventy, eighty, something like that. Yeah, whatever. I, he's the seventh major start. He's not. He hasn't been like this prolific winner at any point in his career. So he just got his first win. Um, yeah, whatever. Yep. Fuck it. Uh, Scotty though. That guy sucks. He's the fucking worst. <laughs> yeah. I knew I didn't like him. I knew it. Like I was a little skeptical that we were going to, you know, I was anti Scotty for so long and all of a sudden we bet him for one time. He's going to win for us. Uh, it would have been, it would have been something. Um, Better bet better than betting Cantley. Yeah, absolutely. That early, yeah. I mean, a month ago, I, I never wanted to bet him when the week came along, but a month ago, I thought it, he was going to be the bet. We didn't take the bait on Hovland. Nope. Knew he wasn't going to win, although he played played all right. The other guy would have been X. He fell yeah, off the he's, cliff. He's kind of a loser too, isn't he? Yeah, we've known that though. Yeah. So yeah, I, I would have done nothing differently. I'm completely fine with with the way we uh, approach that tournament. If I knew more about the course, I think I would have bet Rory. Yeah, maybe. But hey, same result. What are you gonna do? Yeah, either way, you wouldn't have won. So. Okay, so travelers, we on to that? Yeah, I don't think I have anything else from the U.S. Open. Nope. Um, it was all right. So travelers, we love this event. Um, we've hit it, I believe, two of the last four. I think you've hit it multiple times prior to that as well. Yeah, would we hit it DJ in English? DJ in English. I hit Russell Knox back in the day when he threw his hat. I've hit it four times, actually. Who was the other one? Oh, Bubba. I hit Bubba in 18. Okay, what was Knox, 17? Knox was 15. Wow. 16, 16. 16. Um, so fairly young days, young days of golf gambling. Yes. Uh, that tournament, fairly local to us. I know I'll be there Saturday. I don't know what you're doing. Um, but I am the mix here. What's that? You cut out a second. I said I really want a guy in the mix here if I'm going to be there. Oh on yeah, Saturday. this event, this event is great. Um, great, great to watch when you're in person. Um, you can sit around 16, 17, or 15, 16, 17. Um, and yeah, it, it always, I feel like it always brings drama every year. That playoff with the English and Kramer Hickok. That was awesome. <laughs> seven old playoff. English just drilling pots left and right. Oh, it's crazy. Um, uh, yeah, this is one of my favorite tournaments of the year. Um, not just because it's local. I wish it wasn't a designated event. 
Um, but I feel like this is, uh, this is where we are now. And it will be designated for a few years, at least, seems like. It almost reminds me of how, like, Heritage was. We would have liked it better if it wasn't designated. But now it's like, you're still going to get the elite players who play well, but it's going to be the type of elite players who play this type of course well. Right. Who else was on that leaderboard? Let me see the Heritage one. Spieth's not playing this week. Oh, yeah. Who's out this week? So Spieth is out. Ricky is out. Uh, Hatton is out. Rose is out. And Burns is out. So Spieth and ha- uh, Spieth and Rose, that's their second one. Are they still doing this or no? I, I would imagine. I mean, unless oh. it's a legit, legitimate injury thing that goes on with it. Yeah. Top five at Heritage this year was Fitz, Spieth, Cantley, X, Tagala. Yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't be shocked to see a similar type of leaderboard. Right, as opposed to Heritage, though this is this isn't as uh, plotty. As, yeah, as plotty as Heritage, obviously. But it is the second shortest course on tour, I think. Right. Yeah, Pete Dye. Very yeah, Heritage is definitely a comp. Uh I think Wyndham's a comp. I think St. Jude's a comp. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. It's a sixty eight hundred and forty one yard par seventy. Yeah. Um it is the home of the only fifty eight in PGA tour history. So Old Man Furick, right? Yep. You so you can't go low here. It's a Pete Dye design. Uh, difficult finishing stretch, 16, 17, 18. All three of those holes average scores over par. Um, so an 18, I don't think you can hit it 40 yards right of the fairway and expect to, uh, be no, in a good but remember when DJ got up there and just fucking bombed it? Oh, it was so good. <laughs> that was fucking awesome. <laughs> He's at like 350. Oh, um, 18's tough though. If you get it up in that, uh, right hill or in that fairway bunker. Not good spots. Angles was there a couple times in the playoff, though, and got away with it. He did. Yes, he did. Um, past winners, you got Xander won at 19 under last year. Uh, we spanked, were on Cantlay. He spanked Cantlay's butt. We were on Cantlay. Um, and Cantlay went real low on Saturday, shot 63, and him and Xander were in the final group. And then Cantlay was absolutely awful on Sunday, did some inexplic- inexplicable things. Um, had a 200-yard par three, hit it 120 in the water. <laughs> I don't even know how the hell that happened. Um, so, uh, he won at 19 under. So, it's been, score's been a little bit different. What do you think makes the difficulty at this course fluctuate? Um, I think there's just a lot of uh, risk-reward holes. And you can find trouble. I don't think the fairways are that hard to hit. They yeah. can be on the weekends. They can be, but if you're in the fairway, you're you got scorable holes. But then there's some water that water that comes in on some of these so, holes, like on the par five on the back, the one with the railroad tracks. Yep. Like there's water in front of the green, and then you have 15, which is the drivable par four. You got water there that, like, I feel like. 30, 40% of the field is always in. Then you got water on 17, even water on 16. It's not really in play, but 17, water comes into play. Yep. But then you can light it up. So, yeah. So, uh, interestingly enough, you had English win at 13 under in a playoff in 2021. So that was more difficult of the years. Yeah. DJ was at 19 under. That was in 2020. That was the COVID year where all the best players played. So that was kind of like an elevated event. Mm-hmm. Um, 2019, you had Chez at 17 under. I think we were on Keegan that year, who was finished second sure. to Chez. God about that fuck. Yeah, 18. Um, Bubba won at 17 under. 2017, Jordan Spieth won at 12 under. 2016, Russell Knox won at 14 under. So, Bubba won when it was. If it's soft, it's that this course is so easy. But when it, but when they firm when it firms up, it can get difficult. But it's still never gotten to 20. Yeah. So it's a pretty good sweet spot. I like the scoring. It's fine. I'm no no problem with that. Um 
so the two, if you look at the two years where it was the best fields was 2020 and 2022, you had DJ went at 19 under and Xander went at 19 under. I, I'm looking at the weather now. Um, I, I would say we're going to get to around 18 under. Yeah. Just my guess. Let's see what the weather forecast is, though. I'd love a little wind. Mm, looks like it's going to rain. What days? Not much, though. Friday, Saturday. Thunderstorms maybe on the weekend. I don't know. Doesn't seem terrible, though. But leading into it, no rain. Yeah. Um, They'll probably push out, so it probably won't be too bad. Right. Um, The front's difficult, though. There's some difficult holes on the front. Yeah. Even uh, some of the par threes on the front are difficult. Um, yeah. All right. Zach, so I think you can score. So what do we think? Uh, important stuff here. I think um, a lot of approach, right? Ball strikers. I think I put in some good course history and, and Pete Dye stuff. Yep. You're that. Um, and I think approach is the biggest number, biggest, biggest factor. I wouldn't yeah. say around the green is that huge, right? No, I don't think so. This is like one of the bent poem mix, I think. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, all right. So let's get in the odds here. Sure. And, but, but before, do we think... Um, do we think what you what's your takeaway from this being the week after a major? Does that change the way you look at the odds at all? Yes. What so what why? I thought we had a take on this, but I can't think of what it was to be honest with well, you. Well, it, it changes the way I look at the odds for the guys that were in the mix, definitely. Like I was watching Rory's interview last night, and they asked him uh, when he's starting prep for uh, uh, the Open, and he's like, three minutes ago I started. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to play Travelers next week. And I'm going to play the Scottish. He's like, but everything is focused on the Open. So I, I don't think Rory would be here if he if he had not been to him, right? Like, there's no way yeah. he'd be there. I think he would play the Scottish, and that's it. Right. Plus, that drains a lot out of you. Same with Scotty. Yeah. Absolutely. Mental, emotional. Definitely takes a toll. Um, so... But like Ricky, like that take that took a lot out of Ricky too, right? Uh, yeah, definitely. Ricky's not playing though. He is. No, because he's thirty-five to one here. I don't think he was playing. Well, he's listed. He's listed in the field. Yeah. Not on, not uh, on the betting odds. Is he on PGA Tour comms? Is he listed? I don't know. I'm just looking at the betting odds. Um, but what about a guy like um, Rom? I don't know. I, it doesn't feel like a Rom spot to me. No, not a spot, but like, like coming off the U.S. Open. Yeah, I just don't. Yeah, I, I, I hard to. I don't think he cares. Okay. Or I mean, a guy like uh, here's, here's a better example, which could be a good spot for him, Vic. Yeah. Does the I mean, U.S. Open matter? No, it doesn't. Okay. So, like, we we hit the week after the Masters with Fitz. We were kind of looking at guys who played pretty well but didn't contend. And didn't right. Fitz fit that? Ricky is in the field, I guess. Yeah, Fitz uh, fit that. Okay. It was good for the um, course. Played, has p- played okay at the Masters. Yeah, so I think that's kind of what we're looking for. If you're looking for an elite guy. I do think, like, I think this is a course where you can kind of fall in love with the course fits and the guys who typically play well here. But I think you, we need to remember it is an elevated event. And I think, you know, the, the cream could still rise to the top, even though it's like not the, not uh, an elite player type of track. Yeah. 
there's some elite players that fit really well though well yeah that's what i mean i think you want to look for, still look for the course fits but i think the best version of the course fits yeah all right so odds yeah already moving scotty's down to six he was seven earlier just thinking about this seven this week and it was seven last week actually yeah. like 650 last week <laughs> and he finished third yeah it's crazy um Cantley is nine now on draft nine yep what the fuck rory 10 rom 10 x 12 i mean that's just so, horrible clear, clear cut five guys there those odds are just horrible they're not fair let me pull up fan i guess FanDuel, we got Scheffler 550, Cantley 9, Rom 10, Rory 10. Oh, man, this is great. Love this. What, some good movements? Mm-hmm. Fleetwood down to 22, though. Jesus <laughs> Christ. All right, so go give me those top five. Um, I mean, coming in this, I really wanted to bet Cantley. Uh, I thought he's kind of the guy who looks like he's going to win. Um, course history is really good, as you pointed out. He doesn't really have any good finishes, but last year, I mean, he was, I mean, not, I mean, he has good finishes, he doesn't have any really top five finishes. But last year, he's in the final group. Um, he fits all the comps well. He was good at Heritage this year and the elevated event after. I think he has the best chance of winning of all those guys. Yeah, I agree a thousand percent on that. Um, has never finished outside the top 15 here. Yep. Yeah, 15th. He's played it five straight years. 15th is his worst finish. But right. like I said, no top 10s. Um, I wouldn't consider any of these five besides Cantley. I would not either. Axe defending champ. No. Rory, Rom, Scotty. I could see Scotty winning out of those three, but not. Yeah, you could see it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, but none, none of them played that great last year here, did they? Scotty's miscut 47th, 13th last year. Rom didn't He's play awesome. last year. He was 37th in 2020. Rory. Rory's played it good. Never finished. Rory's history is the same exact thing as Cantley's. Okay. Yeah, I think Cantley's the guy here. Um, I was tempted a little bit on a 12. I was kind of holding out hope that maybe the people with Scotty and Rory, Rory would get interested and he'd drift to 14, but apparently that's not happening. Yeah, I think you're going to have to bet it live, man. Yeah, I'm not I'm not betting a nine. Never never will, so I'm not worried about it. Really. Yeah, I was, I was out at 12. I, I wanted 14, so I'm just going to look past these guys. Okay, I think you can win, but I mean, now Tommy's down to 22. Like, what the fuck, man? We should have bet to 35. 22 what okay what he we on, got what's he on FanDuel he's 22 on both FanDuel what? and DraftKings okay. <laughs> you got Vic 20 like we said Tommy 22 Finau 25 Morikawa 25 28 on FanDuel um, those are the guys in the 20s okay so you got Vic Fleetwood Finau Morikawa in the 20s Vic Fleetwood. Yeah, I liked Fleetwood. Um, he's playing really, really well. Uh, I don't like 22 on him at all. Dude. About 30. Hold on. Hideki's 65 on FanDuel. 65? Jesus. You gotta bet that, right? I think we just have to. Why is he 65? Did something happen? I don't know. Is, is, is something wrong with him? He was bad yesterday. What was it, though? Let me check he was why. Bad he... yesterday. He, he gained eight on a. He led the field in approach this week. He lost six putting. Yeah, but he shot like six over yesterday. Um. Matsuyama, where are you? I didn't inter mean to interrupt your twenty. Your, your twenty talk, but I, that just stood out. I was like, did he withdraw? Because I don't see his name. He lost one point seven on approach yesterday. Um, and 2.5 putting yesterday. He 
He's 55 at DraftKings. I don't understand. I'm confused. Yeah, it seems crazy. It does seem crazy. But all <laughs> these numbers are so different. Than, we bet some numbers this morning. The numbers are completely different. Like, I don't even know what. CT Pan 75. <laughs> nah. Yeah. I bet a 250. It was 350, I think, on FanDuel. I bet a 350. Um, yeah, so we'll get back to the 20s. That decky 65, I think we get a bet, right? Yeah, I think. I mean, it's He's crazy. never played here, but. He's played the comps pretty well. Yeah, St. Jude almost won. I think that's a really good comp. You get a b- bunch of guys that won here won, uh, played really well at St. Jude. DJ, Bubba. Casey, English, Chez, Keegan. They all play great at St. Jude. Okay. Cantley um, does too, I think. Yeah. I mean, I don't I'm I, I'm kind of confused here on what to say because I don't know what to bet. When I mean, we, we bet some numbers this morning that obviously look look all fucked up now. I think we gotta bet the decky. I mean, ball striking wise, he's just too good to be sixty five. Yeah, sixty-five is dumb. It's dumb. Like he's not. It's not like a. It's not like a JT four. JT is forty-five. He's playing like absolute dog shit. Decky's actually. I mean, he's not no top tens, but he's start hitting it well. Yeah. Yeah, man, I agree. I was gonna be out on the thirty-five. I think. But you give me 30 more points. Yeah. Um, so there we go. Uh, back to the 20s. Vic, Tommy, Finau, Morikawa. Um, I don't like any of them. All right. I really like Colin. I think he has a great chance to win this. Um, I think it sets up perfect for him. We always say heritage. I know he's got okay history at Heritage. Um, and then he's played well. At, he was fifth last year at St. Jude. Striking the ball extremely well. Tita Green, 7.2 at the U.S. Open. Finished 14th, 5.5 on approach. Um, Charles Schwab, 4.5 on approach. PGA, 3.2 on approach. And before he withdrew at the Memorial, he was six on approach through three rounds. Um, and I think 28 to one is just a great number to bet calling at. I don't know if I'm not like, why wouldn't I start with the guy at 28 to one? I think it's a good number. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just, I don't see it as much as you do. Okay. It's fine. He's, he's, he's playing better. Um, the injury stuff was going on. Even though he's playing better, he just he's not he's not even sniffing the top fifteen ever. He was like fifth at one point yesterday, and he fell off. Um, should be a good course for him. Yeah. What's he done here? Finished fourteenth last week. What do you mean he's not sniffing? Memorial, he would have. He was two shots back on in the final round. What do you mean would have? What happened? Oh, he he withdrew. He withdrew after going into the set uh, Sunday. He was two behind the leader. Yeah, but he withdrew. And then he came back and finished 14th at the U.S. Open. I know, but... <laughs> what, 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 why are you holding it against the withdrew? He had a back spasm. They go away after two days. Do they come back? Yeah, back spasms occur. Missed 36th year in 2019. Missed a cut in 2020. Um, hey, you don't like it. It's okay. Yeah, I'm not. I'm I not. Like it. I'm betting it. I'm betting it. Okay. All right. Um, I mean, we we're talking about Fleetwood, but that 22 is not bettable. 22 is not bettable. I see. Uh, just looking at this odds comparison thing, I see a 33 on BetMGM and a 33 on Bet Rivers still. So what if we get a 33? 33 is bettable. 
Um, I was looking at 35 earlier. Still, I mean, it's bettable. It's not great. But he's playing some incredible golf, man. Fifth last week, second at Canadian, 18th at the PGA, fifth at Wells, um, 15th at Heritage. Is it is it Tommy time? It could be. I mean, it seems like a good course for him. Um, uh, but 22 is crazy. Pretty much what he was at Canadian Open, right? Yeah. Has some decent has some decent history here. Oh, I would never bet the 22. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it could be his time. He could win, but I'm not betting 22. But 35, that is the question, or 33. Yeah, um, 33 I'd probably bet. I mean, just because if I'm not betting Cantley at 12, then I, I have to bet some guys. Okay. That's why, why, why can't you get in on Colin at 28? You say this is an elevated event. You want to bet some guys, but you're not betting any of the guys. I know. I, I like Cantley. Well, then you should bet Cantley. I'm not betting at nine to one. <laughs> well, you're not betting any of the guys that that could win. <laughs> I know. Is this odd shifter just threw me off? Come on, man! It's China time. <laughs> China time. Uh, Fina, how did he play? Fuck Fina! He winning this shit. No, he isn't. What he about like ass. I bet. I bet on him yesterday. He sucked ass. No, Fowler. Uh, Fowler can go to hell. Only because of the U.S. Open, he could win this if he didn't. Last week didn't happen. Um, Ricky's gonna uh, win the Scottish. Yeah, he could. Definitely could. Um, all right. So, what are you gonna? So, we gonna bet in this this uh, Hideki? Got it. Fifty-five. It's sixty-five on Fanduel. Yeah, I, just, I don't know if I want to deposit more on Fanduel. <laughs> yeah. Well, you get fifty-five. What's wrong with that? No, nothing's wrong with fifty-five. I'll probably bet it. I just, I did just bet it. Sorry, I bet it. Okay. All right. Um. Man, I missed it on all these numbers. Next range. Wyndham Clark, 35. Tom Kim, 35. Russ Henley, 35. Dick Fowler, Max Homa, Fitzpatrick, all 35. Yeah, I mean, I bet uh, Tom Kim 60 this morning on FanDuel. Okay. I did, I missed it. I missed it. I didn't bet it because I'm, I don't believe. I think this was a flash in the pan, but I could be wrong. I definitely see that it could be. I just thought 60 was good anyway. Yeah. 35 I wouldn't be betting it. Yeah, well, I think I'm I think I'm out now. Yeah. I don't blame you. Um, I actually bet it twice. I bet the 60 on FanDuel and the 50 on DraftKings. That's nice. It's 40 on FanDuel. Ricky's 40 on FanDuel. Okay. Yeah, no one Did you bet the Henley? I did. Twice. 70 or 60? Both. What the fuck do I do now? I'm just sitting here. <laughs> I got the 10K on the 70, 10K on the 60. I can't bet 35, Russ Henley. No, you cannot. All right. So I, I don't get it. Everyone's all just gets fucking worse. Everybody's. <laughs> Hideki's get better, but everybody else gets worse. They, they just want everybody to bet Hideki because they know Hideki has zero chance to win the Travelers. <laughs> he should be a good Travelers guy, shouldn't he? Wow, bet three six five. Scotty's eight. Can't like a lot 12. of agents do well here, don't they? Let's go on bet three six five odds. Tommy's still thirty three. Hideki's forty five. Do agents do well here? I don't know. Can't recall. Do they? I think so. We bet Satoshi. He didn't win, but <laughs> we did. That was electric, wasn't we he? First round. Around? Yeah. <laughs> we bet him to win, not the first round leader, but he was the first round leader. Then we followed him around on Friday. <laughs> he was the man, and then we then we switched to English, and he was an absolute jackass. 
<laughs> yeah, and then he won. Yep. Satoshi, we're, there was no one else following him. It was just us following him around with like, and there was just like five Japanese people following him. Yeah. Wow, DraftKings and Fanduel, they really fucked us. Let's let's just go to three six five here. Okay. Tom Kim's still fifty. Should I bet that if I get it? Yeah. Fleetwood's thirty three. Any of these other guys? Fitzpatrick, Cam Young, Homa. No. No. Day. He sucks, man. He's good at travelers though. What is Day at? Day's up to forty five on DraftKings. This got worse. Remember we're following him around. He was playing nice. He fucks at Travelers, doesn't he? Look at him. He does. I thought he was going to win that year. 12th, 8th. That's when he sucked. What about Day? I don't know. I mean, he's been so fucking bad lately. <laughs> he sold his soul to get a W at the Texas Open. <laughs> now he just sucks ass. He was trying to negotiate with this, the selling of the soul for a major. He's like, no, nah, man. Just Texas Open or nothing. Take it or leave it. He's like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> I'll take he was contending up. every week, and now he just is a bad, horrific. He's like worse than JT. Can he go win, miss cut, miss cut, miss cut, win? I don't know. This I don't is, think so. This is one of his spots, I think, though. Oh, it is definitely one of his spots. Um, let's see the course history. Miss cut 12th, 8th, 46th, 10th. Miss cut last year. Uh, he's not playing well enough, but. It is a little interesting. He did win after a miscut at Wells Fargo. No. That looks like the outlier. He's a win. Maybe a contrarian draftings play? I thought that last week didn't work out. No, it didn't. I don't know. He might be dead. Okay. No one came. You know, you know what? You know that course sucked last week. And it was a driver heavy course when Cam fucking Young plays well. I know. Right. Guy's been atrocious for two months. He still shot plus four on Sunday. Um okay. JT 45. <laughs> I don't know. 45 is crazy, but he just isn't playing well. He's 50 on FanDuel. Do you like him at all? He should no. be a good JT course in theory, but he just sucks right now. I don't like him. I'm out on JT. Okay. Something's definitely out. I, I, I had my JT stuff last month. Okay. I'm done with him. Okay. Um. So, so say if you get the uh, Tom Kim in 50s and Henley 60s, I could... My card can could be, and I already have some of these. Um, Tommy thirty three, Hideki fifty five, Tom Kim fifty, Russell Henley sixty, and then some bombs, and then some bombs. It's still really light, but yeah, Sanjay's fifty, Degala's fifty, Siwoo fifty five, Pete Dye guy. Yeah, it's pretty good. Does he win twice in a year? Or he got his win. Probably, probably got his win. Austin Eckrow down to sixty. Jesus, <laughs> he's a stud though. He is. Maybe things will like just maybe they just like they're reacting to money being put in and things will kind of re revert back to normal. Yeah. Scott seventy. Scott Shane 70. eighty. Wow. Shane, I didn't realize he was playing. Doesn't do well here. I mean, I think there's a skill set of guy that's going to win here. I just like I, I like the guys we talked about. I think it's Cantley or one of those guys. It's the Tom Kims of the world, the Henleys, the Tommies. Yeah, that's why I'm betting Colin. I think he's he has the skill set to win. Yeah, I mean, if I can't get anything else, maybe it'll be Tommy. I mean, maybe it'll be Colin. Um, we'll see what numbers we get posted out, but uh, I think you know, we that's a point to me. Do Euros actually win this thing? I know Knox won, but yeah, they typically don't. It's all Americans. Um, we got 
Yeah, last. Xander, English, DJ, Chez, Baba, Spieth. Yeah. What about um, Tagala? Should have won this last year, kind of. Yeah, he makes some sense. Uh, I don't know, man. He's just so inconsistent with the driver. And it didn't hurt him yeah. last year, I guess, but until until it did. I don't see how this is a fit and how he played well. He's 50. Yeah, I just think he was hot that week. Let me see. What did he do that week in terms of stats? Did he Was he just drilling putts? Right, people aren't – I mean, his numbers are not getting slammed, right? 50, it seems at least relatively fair. He's gained 3.9 this week at the U.S. Open. Travelers. Yeah, he gained 4.7 on approach, 4.2 with a putter. What did he do weeks prior? Weeks prior, he was 53rd at Canadian, 5th at Memorial. Okay. Yeah. He was 5th at Heritage this year. Man, what the fuck? It's weird. It's like courses that he's not supposed to be playing well on. Yeah. Okay. Um... All right, there's some bombs that we both like a lot. I don't know if they're bombs anymore with this crazy fucking odd shift, but. <laughs> um, all right, I bet. Uh, well, we already talked about Pan, CT Pan. We'll say let's. We didn't really talk that much about it. Let's just talk about it. All right, go ahead. Um, three fifty to one. I bet this morning. He's now. I see a one fifty on on MGM. What's he on? Three six five. Three six five. He's one ninety. Okay, I'd bet that too. Yeah, so one ninety. Let's call it that. I would bet that. I think it's a really good number on him. This is like a perfect course for him. He plays all the comp course as well. He hasn't been great here recently. He's kind of been struggling recently. He was eighth here in twenty seventeen, which I think is good. Um, last two starts: fourth at the Byron Nelson, third at Canadian. Gained eight point seven tee degree, nine point two tee degree. He's one at. Heritage, second at Wyndham, the comps that we're looking at. I'm um, starting to play really well. I, I like him a lot. Yeah, I just that that number was crazy. Like third and fourth, like he's been he's been around on the, on these leaderboards. It's just why why was he two fifty or three fifty? That's even crazier. That was my first bet I made this week. Yeah, and my second bet was Justin Su, hundred and eighty. Just seems like a travelers guy, right? Yeah, it, uh, he does. And he's been uh, he's been playing well. He puts the light lights out. He's not really an approach, not a prolific approach player, but um, one eighty. He just it should be like a hundred. He's through uh, two hundred on Bet Rivers. Uh, plays the shorter course as well. The die course players finish sixth. Yep. Um, what else did we go? Did he play Heritage? We bet him at Heritage. He's terrible. Fifth at Honda. Yeah. So shorter courses. That's his thing. Um, 27th at the U.S. Open last week. Uh, Charles Schwab, shorter course, 16th. 26th at the PGA. He's a, he's a good up-and-coming player. I like it. 180. Uh, there's no reason why he can't just hit fairways yeah. and uh, get to 14, 15 under, in my opinion. Yep. Yeah, and then we bet a, a Ludwig 110. Right. Uh, and I think we disagree that now. <laughs> 75, okay. Um, let's see what he is on these other sites. Yeah, still 125 on uh, 365. Okay, so well, yeah, I still see it on two different sites here, BetMGM and BetRivers. Um, is is DraftKings and FanDuel reacting to these bets we're putting in? I don't know. I don't know. Wild. Okay. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, we just both. I mean, I don't know if it's the best course for him. He's he's a bomber, but I think we just think talent-wise, he's so fucking good that I'm not gonna not bet him at a triple digits ever. Yeah, I watched a lot of him at Canadian, and he is impressive. I think he's a top thirty player on tour at the moment. So he gained six point two off the tee at Canadian. That's um, good. You couldn't you couldn't bomb it all over the place, could you at Canadian? No. I don't think so. Canadian Open was hard. Yeah. No, he he was good. Uh, so I just think he's talent play. There you go. Um, I looked at Thor. He hasn't been playing very well, yeah, but he was fourth again. here. 
Yeah, I missed the cut again. Uh, he's three fifty to one on a couple of sides, so I don't know. Yeah, could do worse things with you a couple bucks. And then we bet Chaz three fifty, right? Chaz three fifty. No, no, former winner, playing pretty good at the moment. That number seems really way good. out of whack. Yeah, number seemed yeah. I mean, and you, we've gotten some repeat numbers here, right? Uh, winners, uh, Bubba's won it twice. He has. That might be it, but it is a course. A lot of the guys spot. play. A lot of the guys play well. At Streelman, Harmon, they always play well. Yeah. Here. He he gained five point uh, five strokes on approach at the at the Canadian. Finished twenty fifth. All right, that's probably his best finish of the year. Yes, it was. Oh no, he's eleventh at Heritage. Okay, there we go. So he's he's playing well. So those bombs, I don't know if the bombs are going to win here. Um, I do think Cantley's going to win. I don't know. Maybe I try to juice up some parlays or some shit. I don't know. Any baseball winners for us? No, probably not. It fucking sucked over the weekend. Um. All right. I don't get these odds, man. Why is Hideki? Does that mean he can't win? I kind of feel like it does. Is he withdrawing? Is he withdrawing? I don't know if he does. If you get our money back, so might as well hammer it, right? Yeah, it's true. I mean, the number's just absurd. Yeah. After he was, he was. Did he lead the U.S. Open in approach? Yep. He did. He did. I mean, he wasn't good Sunday, but geez, he led the U.S. Open in approach. He's sixty to one. Don't get it. Does he have any Bubba correlation? I'm trying to search uh, for something here. All right, him and uh, Scotty tied on approach. Oh, actually, Keegan led. What about Keegan this week? Oh, sorry, I lied. I was looking at 2022 U.S. Open. <laughs> Keegan. <laughs> Keegan Scotty Hideki. <laughs> um, yeah, what about Keegan this week? Missed the cut. Yeah, I mean, 75 I saw. I think that's a pretty good number. But I don't know. Is he going to win? I don't think so. I don't think he's playing well enough. Okay. Yeah, Hideki led. Hideki, Fleetwood, Munoz, Tom Kim, top four. Henley was fifth. I got to get on Henley, I think. Henley's Henley's a guy I think can really win this. He's, yeah. a, he's a loser, though. He is. Not a guy <laughs> you feel comfortable with down the stretch, I don't think. Um, no, but I can just picture it. I can picture him playing really well this week. Yeah, I can too. He's been, he's He is the type once he starts gaining strokes on approach, he does it like on a regular basis. He he gets hot. Damn. I didn't realize he played that well at Memorial. Yeah. Wow. He's been great for a fucking five weeks. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in on Henley. Okay. All right. So we got guys out. that we like that we're betting. We'll see what happens with these if these odds are fluctuating or not. Um uh so yeah. All right. Log in. We'll post our picks when we figure it out. Still a lot of questions. All right. Let's have a good week. All right. Peace. Just tap it in. Just tap it in. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a room.